This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. If you're new to the show, I would just say feel free to give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242 and definitely visit us online at nolanfinancialpartners.com. While you're at the website, you can click on our radio page because we record all of our shows and you can get a lot of information. We talk about everything from Medicare to 401ks to IRAs to uh, what you should do with your home if you're thinking about downsizing. So there's a lot of good information. Chris and I believe that your financial success starts with asking good questions. And so that's one of the big goals of this show is to be able to ask good questions. And then while you're there, you can actually subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. So please don't hesitate to reach out to Chris and I if you have questions or to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. Today, we are going to be talking about finding money in retirement. And this is one of my favorite things to do with clients is we kind of sit down and we look at the whole big picture and we just say, are we maximizing our potential? Because we're all doing the best we can. But one of the fun things, and I think it's the geek in me or the logistics officer in me, is I like to go through with a microscope and go, are we maximizing everything that we're doing so that we have the best financial picture possible? But before we jump into that, let me say hello to my amazing co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Tara. Great to be here with you today. I'm excited about today's show. And you're right. Hey, we all want to find money, right? Finding money, uh, not only in retirement, I just like to find money, period. Um, So that's good. Uh, But yeah, in retirement, when we need it, it's always good to have a plan knowing you'll be able to get extra money in retirement uh, to live more comfortably. So this is going to be a good one, but I've been great. Uh, last weekend had to go to a wedding. I normally don't like weddings or funerals. Those are two things I don't <laughs> like to do. Uh, but, uh, and I was, it was with the in-laws, my wife's uh, cousin got married and I thought, Oh, here we go. But it was so much fun and it was great to see family. So that was great. We, we really enjoyed it and had a good time. Uh, other than that, I've just been busy, uh, keeping busy, uh, recording, using my voice, uh, as long as it holds out. So uh, how about you? What have you and Chris been up to? Well, we've been, um, we're pretty excited. So I took the keynote class to write the keynote speech that's going to go with the book. So I actually have the keynote done before the book. And we're going out this weekend and we're going to create the video that goes with. So as I start looking for speaking gigs and, and getting out there. So this sure. is like the the button on the end of that process. And it's it's amazing like to take an entire 45 minute keynote and kind of boil it down into about 500 words to say like, wow. here's the preview of what it's about. That's right. a lot of work. Wow. Well, yeah, <laughs> you're taking you're taking the book and uh, narrowing down an entire book you've written into a keynote. And then taking that entire keynote address and speech and boiling it down into just a 500 word uh, promotional or preview. That's that's got to be tough. 
Well, there, it, it's kind of like everything you do in life. Do you find that like as you get to be more of an expert in any area that the more you know, the more you realize you don't know anything? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and becoming a good speaker is all about communication. And then there's just these layers of like, well, you said the words which I think, good job, I've remembered the words. But then you're like, well, how do you want people to feel when you're saying the words? I'm like, I was just happy to remember the words. Yeah, yeah, how do you want people to feel? Wait a minute. I'm not an actor. Yeah, oh, well, I, I think, yeah, I know you do a good job when you do uh, public speaking and when you're asked to uh, speak at an event or a women's retreat, I know you love doing those things. So, and and this is just going to help further that and, and educate people out there. So uh, that's great. Just like our show does. Well, that's good. And I know Chris is keeping busy. He's been meeting with clients and stuff. So you guys are really busy. I mean, trying to finish that book and the keynote address that you're working on. Wow. Yeah. I, it makes me feel better about my own schedule. It's like, hey, I don't have it so bad. I could be Tara. Right? Well, and then the other, <laughs> the other big piece of news out there is that I'm finishing up my command job in the reserve and I'm transitioning into my next job, which is going to take me to Germany a couple times a year. Oh, wow. Wow. So, well, Germany's fun. I, and yeah. I've not really ever been like I've transited through. So it's going to be a whole new adventure. So I'm, I'm well, have fun that. at Oktoberfest. <laughs> <laughs> I have I to bring that'll Chris. be part of your mission. Chris is my designated drinker. <laughs> yeah, bring Chris with you over there, and he can he can hit up Oktoberfest while you're doing all the uh, government work. Well, that's great. Well, and, and you know, um, I think that you've hit on something really interesting, Tara, for today's show. Because I mean, how many people out there, while they're considering retirement, think they may need a loan? a few years into retirement, right? I mean, we're going to be talking about that. Um, people don't, I think, I'm not going to ever need a loan during once I'm retired, right? Uh, but sometimes that happens, doesn't it? You know, Tony, guess what? Life keeps happening just because yeah. you're retired. You still have kids that come up with right. surprising things that you need. You may get a, a wild hair that you want to do some kind of a remodel you know, remodel the kitchen. Yeah, true. Inevitably, we're all living long enough that at some point you're going to need to get another car. So, oh, that's true. There's just things that come up. It's just so, and that's one of the, the big things with retirement that we always, I always want people to, to listen and, and hear what I'm saying is that your life keeps going. So, I think a lot of people go, well, when I'm retired, then everything stops and I just have enough money, but they forget that like, they're still going to be traveling. They're still going to be, you know, doing those fix ups on the house. They're so all these things are going to keep happening. Yeah. And I, what I, my greatest fear for anybody who's going to retire is that they haven't accounted for the whole picture. Yeah. And, and like the best example I have of this, Tony is when Chris and I were learning to do real estate investing and they always say, you make your money when you buy. And what happened, what I learned is when you, you calculate, you know, I'm going to buy this house and I can rent it for $3,000 a month and, and it'll easily cover the mortgage. People say, I'm good, but they forget. What about when the hot water heater goes out? What about when you have to, you know, a, a replace a toilet or refrigerator Put on a or, new roof. or the landscaping or all those things. So you have to make a budget for all of the unexpected things. Yeah, because a lot of people go into it and, and then all of a sudden the real estate becomes an albatross around their neck because they didn't yep. plan for all of the things. Yep. And so I take that thinking with me when we're talking about people in retirement is, you know, life is going to be great most of the time. But it sure is a lot better when you have that little emergency fund or set aside for when those unexpected things pop up. 
because then you're fine all the time. Right. Yeah. Good point. So uh, let's talk about my, my curiosity is um, I like that, Tara, and you're always uh, emphasizing, hey, if you plan for it, uh, you're not going to need to have to try to find money once you're in retirement because it's going to be there for you. Uh, but what about those who are in retirement uh, and may need to find money? A loan is one way people might get money in retirement, right? Tell us about that. But so, yeah, so then there's some different good ways. So, you know, you yeah. usually you probably have good credit. So you probably have a house. A lot of people do. So a mortgage loan yeah. is one way that you can look at collateral. Um, there's sure. another thing that's pretty cool that I always like to do with a lot of my clients anyway, is to set yourself up with a home equity loan. Mm. And the way a home equity loan is, is something you can have in place that you don't use except for when you need it. Right. And so it's something that and I'm a big fan of, of creating pockets of money that you have access to that if you don't need them, they just sit there. But if you need it, it's available. Yes. Because isn't that true? Like usually when you need money, it's it's like a crisis. It's like, yeah, it's not just like you yeah. wake up one day and go, yeah. oh, I need some money. <laughs> usually right. there's some precipitating event that causes you to go, ah, I need some money. <laughs> right. So right. it's really nice when you. um get a home equity loan, like especially like now people are doing refinancings of their homes. It's a great time to go ahead and partner that and get that home equity line of credit just set up so that you just have it. And and then that way it's it's very similar. I'm sorry, I, I crossed paths there. So the, the home equity loan is one thing, but you can have a home equity line of credit. And that's also just a source of money that sits there. Chris and I have one of those when we refied the house the last time. Yep. And I think it's small, it's about 30 or $40,000. But periodically when we need something, it's the cash is ready. It's just like a checkbook. And then we yep. pay ourselves back. So it just, it saves that hassle of having to go to the bank, do the paperwork, apply for the loan. And it's it, usually, if you'd go through a credit unit or something, you can get a low interest too on those home equity lines of credit. And we did that. Uh, my wife and I have the same thing. And I think it's like $30,000. And we did it because, hey, we knew we were going to need to put in a fence and we knew we needed some new windows. So uh, home equity lines of credit are great. And that's that's a great option. So um, uh, where does potentially refinancing your home fit into all this? Well, then that, like what we talk about in a lot of shows is sometimes people are, well, there's a lot of things you can be looking at maybe downsizing your home, ah, um, refinancing, yes. you know, it's, it's, it's like right now the the looking at when you started your loan, if it's a couple points different on the interest rate, it can just make sense. Yeah. Because you're going to get your payments down. So, yeah. you know, it's like, this is where the math comes in, right? So I have clients, I encourage them when they're looking at refinancing a home to come into the office and we'll crunch the numbers. So we don't have to guess, right? If you're like, hey, I think I want to refi the home. Does it make sense? We crunch the numbers and go, well, does it make right. sense? Because, it, you know, there's always when you refinance the home, there's a cost up front. But a lot of times you get your payments down lower and then depending how you're going to use it, it totally makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned uh, auto loans at the beginning of the show. I would imagine that most people out there are going to purchase a new car at least once during their retirement, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Because we're all living longer. And so, yeah. you know, if you're like me, like I drive my car until the wheels fall off. That's just, <laughs> that's just what yep. I do. That's what we do too. Yeah. But in retirement, we, people, we like not having car payments. That's why we do that. Yes. For me. And then I'm just that. That's just my, I, you know, I, I'm that cheap, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it works out, but 
yeah, you're going to need a, you're going to live another 20 years. You're going to have a car. And when you're old, that's not when you have, you want a reliable car when you're older. So that's not the time to be like patching it together with duct tape and bubble gum. You know, uh, Tara, uh, I was just saying uh, with car loans, um, even if you're in retirement and you don't have an income, as far as a regular job, you can still get a car loan because uh, the loan itself is going to be secured by the vehicle. And so I don't think car loans are too difficult to get even for retirees who don't have a regular job. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And that makes sense to me. And, and you know, that monthly auto payment, if it's manageable, uh, you could go that route rather than having to take a big chunk of cash out of the bank to pay for the car. I think it's smarter to try to get an, a loan, especially if the interest rates are low. You don't want to dip too far into your retirement funds for that either, though. It's it all it's it all comes back to that overall holistic look at how everything is working together. And so, Tony, this is I love that we're having this conversation because here's where I find people get into trouble is if you do something over here, it's like the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing. Right. And and so yep. you may go, you know, like one of the things I've seen people do that are pretty excited about right now are like these cash out refis. So you can refinance your home and uh, pull money out. That could be good or that could be bad. Right. So if you're pulling that money out and you're doing something that's investing and adding value to your yourself, that's okay. But if you're pulling that money out and then you're just spending it on things that are are just not going to help you, then what you've done is you've actually increased your debt because you've made your house payment kind of go back to back to start. And then you're starting and going through that process. So there's there's things that you can do sometimes, Tony. But with money, I say just because you can do it doesn't mean you should do it. Right. And, and right. that's why I always like the, the people I work with to have them come talk to me when they're going to make these decisions. Because Tony, it's your money at the end of the day. You can do what yeah. you want. But I like people to make informed decisions. So they go, what happens if I do this? What's the second and third order effect? And, mm-hmm. and that's like one of the big things to talk about today is, is you can find money. But then yeah, I think like one of the things is if you cash out and do a cash out refi and then you go buy a boat. Have you really helped yourself? Yeah. If you refinance (laughs) your house and buy a boat with the money or something like that, or a fancy sports car or yeah, that's not helpful. (laughs) That is not helpful. It's much better to know somebody who has a boat. (laughs) Right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I've said that before on the show. It's just uh, a boss, the actually the owner of uh, the main company uh, that I work for tells me, Tony, you do not, need to own a boat you just need a friend who owns a boat he always says that and i think that's great now uh tara another thing you mentioned debt and uh, managing your debt i would be imagine is a way you can uh you know uh reduce spending or find money in retirement right this is a great way because especially like if you have just consolidated debt for you know you have debt maybe from different credit cards and different things that have happened you can end up with paying different pieces of your debt that have different interest rates. And so a lot of times you can look at a debt consolidation loan and you can bring the interest rates down. So Uh, that can really help save you a lot of money. If you consolidate it, it'll make your life, it can streamline your life because instead of like trying to keep up with like five different payments, you just have one payment. And so this is a really good thing to look at. And I think sometimes people forget about it. But it's it can be another tool, especially 
you're, ma- you're making the payments anyway, but if you can consolidate them into a lower interest rate, then you're getting yourself ahead. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, if you're a retiree who may be in the market for a loan, obviously working with somebody like yourself, Tara, an experienced financial services professional is going to be a solid move, right? It's always good, Tony, because it's the holistic thinking. And, you know, for myself, I always have someone give me a second look or give me some some outside opinion because you get tunnel vision, right? You know what you know. Right. And it's always yep. nice to get that second opinion to go, oh, have you considered this? And you're like, oh, I hadn't. And that's the value of working with a professional is just to make sure that you're maximizing, that you're not missing something that you you wouldn't know if you're not doing it every day. Right. Absolutely. Right. And so, and and I think that's just, it's all a reason to work with somebody like yourself. You don't have to go it alone. You need a plan in place. And like you say, if you have a plan in place, you're not going to be struggling to find money in retirement. But uh, if you are in retirement and you do need to find extra money, that's why we're talking about this today. But for our listeners out there, how can they get a hold of you to set up a plan? And I know the initial consultation, there's no cost or obligation to that right? That's correct, Tony. So for folks out there that are wanting that second look to really go, am I maximizing what I'm doing? Because you just don't want to leave money on the table. And so Tony, give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. That number is 719-210-4242. If you want to get that second look to make sure that everything, all your money decisions are working together, that you're maximizing your potential, Give Chris and I a call because that's what we love doing is helping make sure people are having their financial success. Yeah. And that's key. And that's why it's so important. Now, great discussion today. You've been talking so far, Tara, about uh, some ways you may be able to secure some loans should you need them after you retired and uh, some great information and insights. What do you have for us next? Well, we're going to talk about student loans just briefly, and it's it's it affects everybody, Tony. So I can tell you, my mother is now seventy two, and she has student loans from med school. So she's wow. taking Social Security, and she oh. still has her student loans because she went back to school later. And so it's just one of those things that you want to make sure that you're keeping track of because, uh, you know, that's the funny thing about debt; it follows you everywhere. Yeah, it does. <laughs> And and so there are things and it's like with student loans, it's one of those things where you're not allowed to refinance them. But there are different ways. I work with a lot of students. There are different advanced strategies you you can look at to pay them down quicker. And that way you can consolidate money and, and figure out how to to. It's all about looking at this whole picture. I really find, Tony, that I like working with people in the medical profession. I like working with those doctors and nurses because they really understand looking at a system holistically yeah. and money is just a system. And you have your, your IRAs and your 401ks, your 403Bs, your TSPs, your emergency fund, you know, all these different income streams and things that are going on. And you have to look at all of them together to see how you, how they work well together to, to get down to that little number at the bottom, like the bottom line. Yep. And and I like working with my my medical professionals because they really understand you can treat symptoms, right? Like here's some Motrin, take some <laughs> aspirin, <laughs> yeah. let's put a exactly. Band-Aid on it. And, and that will help in the moment. But it's really great when you get to the root cause and go, let's look systematically. How do we make this whole system work better? Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. Student loans. And I've heard statistics that uh, the majority of student loans are held by people over. I mean, it's amazing how many people over 55 have student loans and sometimes uh, they're for their children, but a lot of times they're their own. Like in, in your mother's case, if you uh, build up a lot of uh, student loans. And so we've worked really hard with our kids to try to make sure they can get through college and grad school for that matter with a minimum amount of student loans, because so many people, Tara, it's funny you talk about student loans. They go to uh, a four year, you know, um, uh, school uh, maybe a four-year private school and you get like a mass communications degree or something, you know, a liberal arts school. And uh, what are they going to do? Can they end up with $150,000 in student loan debts and they get a job paying $35,000 a year or $40,000 right. a year? Well, that's not that that math doesn't work. And if you head into retirement with some of that debt, uh, that's going to be tough. And so you're going to need to figure out a plan to get that paid down. So I, I'm, I am glad you brought up student loans. That is another type of loan that people in retirement are having to deal with. And another reason we need to find money in retirement. But again, your, your point is perfect. Plan ahead. And even if you're currently in a situation where you have those loans, uh, if you haven't yet retired, get a plan in place to deal with it. And if you're in retirement, you know, like we're talking about today, uh, work on ways of finding money in retirement. And so uh, what's what's another way uh, that people find money in retirement or another topic you want to talk about today, Tara? So, so the next topic I really want to talk about, Tony, that you hear about a lot is reverse mortgages. Uh, and and I have very mixed feelings about re- reverse mortgages. Um, they need to be looked at very closely. It's yeah. hard because, like you see, Magnum PI is on on TV selling <laughs> yeah, reverse mortgages. Like, yeah, I mean, and who you got to trust him? I mean, the mustache. You have to trust the mustache it's, with Tom Selleck, and, and he the, says they're fine. The thing is, with the reverse mortgage, is it is a way to get money out of your house. But I, you really have to look closely. And the reason I say this, Tony, is we had a client come. She's in a $600,000 house. Oh. And so she was looking at doing a reverse mortgage. And essentially, she was a single woman living in like a $600,000 house. The market is booming right now. So things right. are selling like hotcakes. She was looking at doing a reverse mortgage. And essentially, when you looked at the fine print, the company was going to give her like access to about $80,000. Oh, and, and so very simply, she had a lot of steps to take. Like I would say a reverse mortgage is like the, the last resort. And right. so she could have very easily sold her house at a profit and downsized just a little bit and had access to a couple hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Why, so why not do that? Yeah. That's just one example. And, you know, and that's the thing about reverse mortgages, like things that are in the insurance world is their contracts. So everyone is just a little different. So yeah. you really have to analyze the deal that you're getting because the deal you're getting may not be the same one as your neighbor got. And right. so I wouldn't, I won't say flat out they're just bad, but I would just say you have to really do the look with a close microscope at what you're getting. And it's about control, Tony. The thing I don't like about reverse mortgages is at that point you're giving up control. You're yep. saying basically you can take my house. I'll be here till I die, but you've, you've given up on leaving anything for your family and you've given up, control to change your mind and make a different decision. So I I like to stay away. I like to keep my clients in control. 
sure. as much as possible. Sure. And it so, depends on the person's situation. Like you always exactly. say, the answer is it depends. And for some people, reverse mortgage is the answer. And, and it's a blessing because of the situation they may be in. But for everyone, no, it's not a blanket answer. And uh, so for some people, it may be a way to access some money in retirement. But like and, you said, I mean, you know, a lot of times you could sell or downsize. And You and hit on it, Tony, when you said it's not a blanket answer. And I think this is one of the things that for folks listening to the show, if they take something away from today's show, is there's not a one size fits all or a blanket answer that works for right. everybody. Now, right. but the point of the show is, hey, I heard about a reverse mortgage. Maybe I can ask some questions or learn more about that in case it's good for me. And that's where I want people to be that are listening to the show is taking control and going, let me learn a little bit more about that because it might help me. But I just, I want people to be wary of just because it worked out great for your neighbor or the guy you work with, doesn't mean it's going to be the great thing for you. It could be, but let's do a little investigation. Yeah. Yeah. And just, and and, um, I think you mentioned something in there that might be another way to find money in retirement. You mentioned downsizing and instead of a reverse mortgage. And I think I would look at, uh, like you said, look at downsizing maybe as a, as a a first before reaching that uh, reverse mortgage, because a lot of times people want to downsize in retirement anyway, or you might have to and downsizing, you know, for some people, for some people, it may be hard to leave that family family home if they've been there a long time, mm-hmm. but it's, in, it's a great way. Uh, it's an important way to save money and be more realistic in retirement, right? It, it all comes down to that. And it, it all comes down, Tony, that, that we always say is what problem are we trying to solve? Right. So you don't want to come in and say, well, I'm going to do a reverse mortgage. Okay. Well, why? What problem are you trying to solve? Ah, uh, yeah. Because the reverse mortgage may be the solution, but there might be other solutions. Better and, so, solutions, yeah. and I think like a lot of times people will hear on the radio or from their friends, well, I got to have a reverse mortgage or I've got to have these, you know, tax free municipal bonds or I've got to have this annuity. Do you? What problem are you trying to <laughs> solve? Yeah, because maybe maybe that's the right thing. Yeah. And that's awesome. But just you got to go back, take that step back and say, what am I trying to achieve in my life? And is that the right vehicle to do it? Right. Because usually there's multiple options and strategies. And you just might not realize it. Mm-hmm. And that's yet another reason to work with a financial services professional like yourself, because uh, you might say, oh, I, I have this huge medical bill. I've got to take out a reverse mortgage. Well, maybe or I need access to a certain amount of money uh, or I don't have enough money for my current house payment. There might be other reverse mortgage might be like you said, it's restrictive. So maybe you should look at something that might be more financially beneficial. Well, we are out of time, Tara. It flew by. Is there anything else you want to add before we go today? Well, I just definitely for anyone who's listening to today's show that's getting into retirement and is concerned like their budget's good, but maybe they don't have access for those emergencies. Give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. We set aside 20 complimentary appointments for those first 20 callers that want that second look to say, have I maximized everything in my control to make sure that I have the most flexibility in retirement, especially to deal with those unexpected things. But then also, Tony, to be able to have some fun. So, Tony, that number is 719-210-4242 for those folks that are ready to say, I know my plan is as solid and as best as it can be. 
Excellent. Well, that sounds great, Tara. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio with our host, Tara Nolan. Join us again for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Take care and we'll talk with you next time. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at taraenolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.